We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, y'all. It's Vlad Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. It's Monday. I'm still trying to wake up. I ate breakfast, but uh, I need plenty of coffee this morning. So, let's get to the um, game. First off, coming in, I thought... After how they played against Penn State, I thought maybe they you know, may have worked some of the kinks out. And and I was feeling pretty good. I, 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 I mean, I tweeted that Pitt would beat, would beat Oklahoma State 20-21. to 21. And I figured maybe they would get together. I mean, one thing they would have to do offensively was keep the Oklahoma State's offense off the field. You know, control the tempo of the game, control the clock. And of course, defensively, get off the field, and what we saw on Saturday was the complete opposite. Pitt's defense early in the game couldn't get off the field, especially that first drive of the game. They had a third and long, and they just couldn't. They couldn't stop them. Couldn't get off the field, and before you knew, I mean, and then, uh, of course. One thing we have to do is, you know, if this was going to be one of these type of games where it's high scoring, is answer back. And of course, we couldn't even do that. You know, five failed offensive play drives. Play drives later, we decided to make a change of quarterback. I mean, ridiculous. I know I know a lot of it isn't Max Brown's fault. But he really hasn't shown me anything that he is the leader is the you know, is the top guy of this team. I mean when he misfired on that, you know, when Jester Way got open on the double move and I thought, I mean, it was a nice, it was a nice move, and he misfired. I mean, it just that's that's kind of much, that's pretty much how the day went for him. And that's the thing with him is he's not, not that he's not mobile, and he's probably in the wrong type of offense for his abilities, and not not so much the wrong type of offense. I don't think the you know, the offensive coordinator is going to tear at his strengths. Well, they probably should, 
But, you know, Max Brown's probably in the wrong level of competition. I don't think he even should be in the ACC. You know, maybe he probably should went to the MAC or Conference USA or 1AA. I mean, he's he's not fit to play where he's at. I mean, I I like to feel bad for him. I mean, after all, I mean, he worked hard at USC and he got he 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 lost his job to Sam Darnold. But Sam Darnold's a Heisman contender now. I understand losing a job to that caliber, but. If you lost your job the first time like this, you probably want to make sure when you get to this next place you're going to hold on to this one. And obviously he hasn't shown me anything. That's why we had to put Ben DiNucci in to generate something. You know, he he wasn't he wasn't perfect either, but he moved the ball and he got he put points on the board. But, yeah, whatever I was hoping for was just the total opposite this past week. I mean, game the game was over after the first quarter. The defense couldn't get the field. They couldn't tackle. They couldn't cover. They couldn't do anything. And what's really damning is that even Oklahoma State said they changed up everything because they knew Pitt wasn't going to change up what they were doing from last year. And that just reeks of Dave wants that all over again. Because coaches used to say that Dave wants that and would never change his scheme, never make adjustments. He'd come out with the same game plan, and he just you know he he would just rely on his players being better than the competition. But to be fair, Dave. He's the last coach who's won 10 games at Pitt in the season. We got rid of him because he only won seven games his last year. But, of course, there was a lot of other stuff with Dave. The off-field, all those incidents happened off the field, that report that came out. Dave really didn't have much leverage to go with, and not to mention he, he blew another Big East title that year to UConn. So, I mean... Obviously, Pitt had, I guess, good intentions of doing something, you know, replacing him with some coach to take us to the next level, uh, quote-unquote next level. I mean, that's – there's one thing I'm sick of hearing with Pitt football is the next level coach. There's no such thing as the next level coach, all right? The next level coach at Pitt is like the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus. They're just figments of your imagination. Unicorns. The next level head coach at Pitt football doesn't exist. I mean, is Pat Narduzzi next level? Right now, this is probably where we see if he is or not. I mean, this is the big test here because here's the thing. Paul Chris left them a good, you know, left them a foundation. You know, he pretty much rebuilt the program. 
before he left. And it wasn't perfect by any means. He left Pope, he left Pettarduzzi some really good talent on offense. Some good linemen, some good backs. Receivers, I mean, defensively, that's another story. I mean, we, we like to blame Matt House for a lot of what, what, what was going on. And she, yeah. Part of it was him, but we're in year three of this. And the defense hasn't gotten any better. You know, last year, I mean, we pit won eight games, was it? Eight games. They probably could have won more if they had had a defense. Heck, Paul Chris's last year, they had a freaking badass defense there. And, um, yeah, I just got a – working from home today, and I just got an email I have to answer, but you can wait. But Paul, um, now I just lost my thought. But yeah, Pitt had a badass offense in you know Pet Paul Chris's final year. And uh, well, if we had some sort of a defense that year, we probably would have had a really good year that year. In the last two years for Pitt weren't haven't, haven't been bad. You know, they've they've two straight win seasons. Which is pretty much you know Walt Harris level, I guess you can call it. Yeah, even Dave wants that level too. Although Dave when he hit when Pitt hit its high water mark, I mean, under his program, they they won nine ten, they won nine games one year and ten games the other. Although in his first few years, he was capable of probably winning more than what they won. You know, the two thousand seventeen was better than their record. It's just they didn't have a quarterback. That's really the only thing that was hurting them that year was the was the quarterback. Bill Stahl goes down. Kevin Smith was bad. Pat Bostick, true freshman, five-star recruit. I'm not sure who ranked Pat or evaluated him, but it didn't really transpire much on the field. Pat could barely, Pat could barely run. But I'll give Pat I'll give Pat an A, an A for an A for balls. Because it takes a it takes a lot of balls for him to you know be thrown into that situation and did what he did, you know. And really, he had no choice for that fact. So I mean, this is probably the year where we find out what we know what we really know about Pat Narduzzi. Because James Carter and all them all all that talent from last year is gone. Now we get the final about, about him, his recruiting. A whole bunch of stuff. And maybe I'm just overreacting to what happened last week, this past Saturday. Because Pitt played a pretty tough physical game against Penn State. And they obviously given their, gave their all. But then the next week they got, you know, 
blown and then this week here they got blown the heck out. That's what you know. A friend of mine, his son plays. He plays football for Baylor, and that's another story over there. But he said last year, you know, they played a tough physical game against Oklahoma State and won. But he said next week they went to go play uh, Oklahoma. I believe is what he said. And they ended up mailing that game in early because they weren't going to be able to get physical with Oklahoma like they, like they did Oklahoma State. Then Oklahoma State's a, obviously a lot better than what the ranking was. I mean, they were you know not even top ten; they were in the top twenty. But they're out there. They've jumped in you know in the standings now ever since then. Right, right. So, you're watching. I mean, we got to see two top ten teams play: Penn State, Oklahoma State. So, what does that mean for Pitt as far as their progress goes? If they want to get to this top 10 status, they're going to need a lot to even get to this uh, where their programs go. I mean, you saw the talent on both those top 10, t- top 10 teams. And the jury's still, you can say the jury's still on Penn State yet because they haven't really played anybody. They got they got Iowa this week, and Iowa's always a tough game for them, no matter who, no matter what the uh, records are. You know, Penn State's you know, two uh, other than you know other than Pitt, they've uh, they've had to deal with uh, Akron and Georgia State. So you can say the jury's still on Penn State yet. But do I see Pitt ever getting to the to this level of what you know? Other teams get like Oklahoma State and Penn State, probably not. Pitt will be a top, maybe top twenty. They'll probably get in the twenties, maybe maybe top uh, fifteen to twenty. But I don't see them ever becoming a top ten program. To get to get to that level, you need money. You need don- you need uh, donations. You got to keep everything up to date. Your facilities. And not to mention, you got to recruit. You got and, and you got to win recruiting battles. I mean, Pitts. You know, Pitts rolling the dice on some. Uh, has rolled the dice on some share of uh, big time players, and you know, obviously the record isn't that, the record isn't that great. But one thing they have done is they've expanded their recruiting territories. They're like kids from Florida, you know, all over the place. Florida, Ohio, Bama, Alabama of all places. They're getting their guys from all over the place. So that's one thing you can say, one pause you can say about pit recruiting. So will it pay off? Who knows? But this is going to be, this may be a down year, unfortunately. And maybe Pitt needs that. You know, where they can dial it back and say, okay, we're, we had two great seasons. We're, we're headed to this uh, disaster of a season. What gives? What do we, what do we really need? And what, how do we get there? 
And I don't know. I said back in, I think it was April, not to be sold on Max Brown. And and I was hoping to be prove, proven wrong. And who knows? I may be proven. I may still be proven wrong. Really in game two of the season. Or, no, shoot. Is it game two? Game three. The season's gone too fast already. We're almost, I mean, we're, we're almost a quarter way into this. I mean, we're heading to game four already. I mean, it's going too fast already. I mean, college football just started. And we're almost to the halfway point. It's nuts. But Pitt's going to probably have to decide, especially this Rice game coming up. I mean, Rice Rice isn't that good this year. They actually have been horrible. And it's funny because I pulled my Facebook memories. And I went to a bunch of rice games the year they won the conference USA title. They went, they went, they rolled, they really, they rolled through that season. They won eleven games, and uh, yeah, they won the uh, conference USA title over Marshall. I was at that game. I snuck in. I um, I actually snuck into the student section, so I could rush the field. And one interesting note from that. Rice game is that Chris Boswell was on that team. He was on that Conference USA Championship team. So, yeah, I got to see Chris Boswell, I think, a bunch of times. He, uh, I think the game I saw him play, one of the first games I saw him play was when he played Kansas, when Charlie Weiss was there. And he boomed a 50-something yarder to win, to, to win that game for Rice. But anyways, getting back to the subject here, you know, this obviously season is going to be, you know, where we learn more about the staff and the players. I mean, I mean, what direction this program is going. I mean, it's only three games in and they got Rice and whatever it is you hope you hope it works out. And of course, you know, after, after what happened with Penn State and it's it's obviously uh, may have not, not gone up for Oklahoma State. They were drained. They were drained from the previous game, and you could tell. I mean, guys weren't tackling. They missed a bunch of tackles. They well, the defense pretty much took the day off. You can say they called off. Right, right. Couldn't cover. Couldn't tackle. They couldn't do. Mm, they couldn't do dick. Yeah. That's why it was so good to have Ben Denucci in because he at least moved the ball and put points on the board. Because um, because if you um, one thing I would say and recommend, try watching the Pitt Ohio State 72 nothing game. It's on YouTube. It's the full game. I sat and watched it again after watching it like when I was in high school. <laughs> the reason why Ohio State scored so many points on Pitt is that Pitt's offense could not move the football at all. They couldn't get a first down. And their quarterback at the time was Matt Lytle. And Matt Lytle was dreadful. 
And somehow he somehow he spent some time in the NFL. Walt, Walt Harris, excuse me, Walt Harris got a hold of him, and somehow made him into an NFL quarterback. I mean, the guy had a really good arm. But that was really about it, about it with him. And, uh, yeah, they couldn't – and, yeah, they just couldn't move the ball at all. And that's why I say scores so many points. I guess also another thing that Ohio State did have – I mean, well, of course, Ohio State had a lot of NFL-caliber players too. That's a, um, yeah. That's another big. That's another re- reason too. <laughs> Pittstown was very void at that. Point. <laughs> I don't think there was anybody really good on the team. Members, it was just Billy West, and that was really about it. But game back to everything to recap everything what happened. Pitt just didn't show up, especially on defense. Couldn't get the field. And, of course, they just couldn't move the ball when they needed to. And as far as the season goes, where Pitt is now, I mean, obviously they're just going to be an eight, they're just an eight-win program, seven, eight-win program. Will they ever get into the top, you know, the top echelon? Probably not. They may eventually pop in the top ten, maybe one time. It just depends on how the – you know how the program's being built. I mean, Pat Narduzzi's in year three, and there's some people calling for his already calling for his head, and he's in year three already. I mean, he's he hasn't done anything to lose his job yet, and of course he hand, of course he picked the AD. So we got we're stuck with Pat Narduzzi for a while, and really, you know, we need to really see what uh, he's going to do because Paul Chris wasn't a pit long. You know, we got to have, you know, some stability just as long as we're still winning and going go to the bowl games. So, you know, this might be, you know, this may be the first season where we head, you know, where you're gonna, we're going to run through some really rough, really rough roads and rough waters and all that. So, for what, you know, and if Pitt um, <laughs> were to actually, get, you know, people really want another coach to or doozy, who the hell can we get at this point? Nobody else wants to. Nobody really wants to come here. So that's that. Unless you got, unless you want to open the pocketbook. But you know, no, co- I mean, no coach really wants to come here right now. You know, Pat Narduzzi wanted the one this job. He wants to be here. Let's let him give him some time. Just let him develop. You know, but obviously recruiting has to improve. I mean, they've rec- you know they've improved in parts of you know their territories they're recruiting, but you know if they want to get you know to be a top ten program, they got to recruit better talent. And uh, that's going to be a while. So it just is what it is, and you just got to sit back and just enjoy it. Enjoy going to the games. Just enjoy watching them. I mean. Hopefully Pat screams on this week after all that happened. But anyways, I'm done here. Hello, Pitt.